Thank you for joining us here on episode four of Four Unsafe College Kids. Some of you may have noticed we are in the process of rebranding. We are no longer financially unstable college kids. Instead, we are the new and improved Four Unsafe College Kids. Russian drinks, Marvel movies, the homies, mattresses, Dave and Busters, El Nino, and more all coming up this week on this episode of Four Unsafe College Kids brought to you by the College Uproar. I'm Alec, and I talk about Kanye and Taylor Swift's beef. I'm Brian, and I bring you real and fake news. I'm Henry, and I do the ad libs. And my name is Matt, and I'm talking about the Queen Bee. Bee. This week, we are covering a wide variety of sports and news topics. We hope you enjoy. Now, welcome to episode four of Four Unsafe College Kids, brought to you by the College Uproar. Safety first. No, safety last. Okay, so for this week's sports segment, we're going to try and shorten it down here a little bit for y'all, but we're sticking with the best and worst. So we're going to start off with Matt here with his uh, best and worst for the week. All right. And an inspiring story that uh, broke this weekend. Um, Viking, the Vikings rookie long snapper, Austin Cutting, will be serving in the military during the first two years of his NFL career. Now, it's important to note that you know he's only going to be used in a recruiting role. Um, but he, like, he's not going to be like necessarily like going and like – being put as like a troop on the field oh, um oh, he'll oh. be like in like a, his you know he has to serve a two-year mandatory um uh time because he graduated from the air force so he'll gotcha. be in a recruiting role but he'll be in active duty during his first two years of his nfl uh contract which is, i think is a very inspiring story personally and then my worst of the week is the evidence that the MLB is juicing their baseballs is just astounding. Um, just this weekend, uh, the Indians' uh, second baseman, Francisco Lindor, hit a home run with essentially one arm. He was way ahead of a pitch. He was way ahead of a pitch, and it was like – the announcer was confused as I was. But if you watch the clip, he basically hit a home run with one arm. Um, and, you know, that – wouldn't hey, happen last year. I'm just saying, check out my article, Home Run Derby and Juice Baseballs. It covers all of it right in there. That's all you got to do. Just do so, a little bit of light reading. Hey, maybe he has serious like, arm workouts, and he just, like, he's been practicing a lot. He's been doing the one-arm, like, he maybe could be. So do they know, do they know if, it, if MLB is actually telling people to do this like are they actually directing it or is it just like no so they're they're claiming they're not directing it they're saying it's hat like the baseballs are different and it's causing them to go further but they're saying like it's nothing to do with like they're not instructing people to do this or anything like that um oh yeah, yeah. so uh-huh. right yeah, for MLB. sure and they just bought rawlings baseball last year and all of a sudden the balls are different so um, damn henry what do you got damn 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 um, so the Hall of Fame induction for the MLB was on Sunday. Um, some of the key inductees were Roy Halladay, who pitched for the Phillies, and Mariana Rivera. 
it was actually really cool to see these guys get into the Hall of Fame because these are like people who I grew up watching. I remember reading a Sports Illustrated article in like 2011 when Roy Halladay was really good. Um, I still remember that article and it was about like how his pitches like moved. Um, so it's just, it's just cool to see people that I actually watched get into the hall of fame. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking about that. Cause I was like, I mean, I don't recognize, um, some of the other names who got inducted, but here in like five, 10 years, it's going to be all people we grew up watching getting inducted. It's going to be like really cool to see that. Feel old yeah. yet? <laughs> getting there. Matt does 21 or 20. 20 baby yeah all right brian or Um, no henry's do do you have a worst or was that um no it was actually a really good week there were no worse no worse um really just great great job sports 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 teams go go yes (laughs) um so my best and worst is about kind of like the same thing um i went to the braves game on friday and it was a best in that the Braves won their first uh, game after like a three-game losing streak that they were kind of on. So that was really nice to see. Um, there were definitely some like exciting hits, um, exciting moments in the game. And but the worst, he comes up again, once again God in the pot. Damn it, Luke Jackson, Luke, first player Jackson. in baseball. He comes in in the ninth inning, okay? All he has to do is make sure that three people get out and that nobody gets a run, and we'll win the game, and it'll be, it'll be all over. But no, he decided to spice things up by letting, I don't even remember who it was, but somebody hit a two-run home run off of him, and... After he got, like, two strikeouts, I think he got two strikeouts, and then he let somebody get a home run off of him. And I, like, lost my shit, like, in the stadium. And so then it was tied up, and fortunately, we we got the bases loaded, and Josh Donaldson hit, like, a walk-off double or something like that, and it was uh, was all over, and fortunately, we won. But, I mean, this guy, Luke Jackson, he just loves an exciting ninth inning, and I I, I really, I really don't. I would rather he just win the game and do his job. Yeah, seriously, stop putting him in. You know, I wonder, like, at what point does he blow just an absurdly big lead that we finally get rid of him? Like, I wonder if it's like, what is it like, seven to one? Like, what does it take, like a six-run lead in the ninth? Like, what does it take for him to finally get taken out as a closer? I don't know. I don't know. And they're they're bringing all these pitchers throughout, like throughout the last couple of innings, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, like. We, you know, we're doing fine. And this is, like, one of the games. Like, this was an important game to win. And, like, why would they bring him in when this is, like, a super important win for – I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Alec, what you got, dog? Actually, um, I remember yeah. I remembered my worst. Oh, so there was oh, there actually, bad so sports. Wasn't so bad, good at sports. Bad, bad things did happen this week, actually. <laughs> it wasn't – I was too optimistic. Right. Um, but – 20 what is it 247 sports yeah or yeah 247 sports they released win projections for college football this week (laughs) um northwestern my school was projected to win six games (laughs) (laughs) six all right this has been going on for far too long 
They have been sleeping on us forever. In 2017, they projected us to win 7.2 games. I don't know how you can win point two of a game, but that's what they projected. <laughs> that year, we won 10 games. Last year, they projected us 6.2, and we won nine. So why are they uh, sleeping on us? They're haters. They're just What's the haters. you got to show the haters up, Henry. Y'all are doing it right there. Um, okay, so my best of the week was uh, yesterday. Shane Lowry won the Open. Uh, the reason it's the best is because they were playing – the Open is the British Open. They were playing it in uh, uh, Ireland, and Shane Lowry is Irish. Andrews? No, it, it's uh, it was at Portrush this year, I think. Oh, okay. All right, wait, wait, I'm gonna interject one qu- one quick thing for all our listeners who don't know what the British Open is. It is a golf tournament. It is one golf. of the four big, yeah, one of the four big golf tournaments. Not tennis. Not tennis. I know those name those names get confusing. Yep. Just wanted to clarify. All right, yes. Alex, keep going. But Shane Lowry is Irish, and he's the first uh, Irishman to win an Open in Ireland since, like, 1905 or some ridiculous long stretch of time. So it was, like, really, really cool to see him. I wish Brooks Kepka had won, but since he didn't, I mean, Shane Lowry is about as good as you're going to get. You know, he has his wife, his kid. It was really cool. Um, my worst that – I mean, the, the worst was more, honestly, how bad the umpire's calls were, but – Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, went on a tirade against the uh, home plate umpire in one of their games. And again, you know, just quoting, this is not me, but he said, quote, my guys are fucking savages in that fucking box, right? And you're having a piece of shit to start to this game. I feel bad for you, but fucking get better. Tighten it up right now, okay? Now, to be fair, this guy was calling a pretty shitty game, um, but... uh, Aaron Boone got tossed, but all his players were like, fuck yeah, like he's standing up for us, let's go. It's like, it was kind of hype, but the umpire really did suck. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it for sports. Uh, anybody got anything before we go to news? No? No. I'm glad we kept it short this week. Yep, short and sweet. That's how we do it. Um, Matt, what do you got for us on the news? All right, so, you know, we try to keep this as you know, factual as possible, but this week there was a lot of things that stuck out to me that I really need to talk about, and we're going to get a little political. So you, let's. You said that like it's not going to be factual. We're still going to be factual. We're going to try to be factual, yes. and we're going to Still factual, it. 100% factual, but we are getting political this week. Okay, so Trump, our president, uh, has been on an eight-day straight kind of ty- uh, tirade of – Four uh, Democratic congresswomen, um, including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, um, Congresswoman Tlaib, and uh, two other congresswomen in uh, who are Democratic in um, House of Congress. Uh, House of Congress. Anyway, so they he made headlines when he tweeted that the four of them need to quote unquote go back to the broken countries that they came from. Now, to everyone listening, first of all, that is racist. I just want to say that because three of them were from America, born and raised, and the, the fourth one um, immigrated here when she was a teenager and is a full-on citizen, no question. But I just want to say one thing, that Trump has later in this week said that they all hate America, they want America to go up into flames and they hate America and that's the real message that he was trying to send not that they need to you know not that he's racist but that these congresswomen don't want the best for America and I just want to say 
that first of all, Trump has a history of telling people that he hates America. Not hates America, but he's said that, you know, America, we have some stupid laws and we can do better. And his whole campaign was make America great again. You know? So, like, that implies that America was bad, like, is not as good as it can be, right? And it's just that, like, to me, it feels like both parties want America to be best, but just in their own viewpoint of being best. Is that, like... Yeah, I mean, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate here, but obviously, I mean, like, that tweet is not okay. But, um, you know, what he's saying about them not liking America, I think what he's really saying is like they're they don't like the version of America that he wants to see. You know, so it's yes. more of that idea and it's more of trying to talk to his base and say like they hate like our America, you know, like they hate the America that we stand for, like saying that to like his base to like build the voters up and whatever. Um now and not trying to say that he's like in any way like a real smart guy or like some kind of super genius because even though he claims he's a stable genius i don't think he exactly is um but he does know how to get his voter base fired up so well i thought that that was exactly what it was he was just sort of throwing his voters a bone sort of yeah that's yeah. kind of what it seemed like to me it's just like oh elections coming up so let's say something racist that like fires people up yeah speaking so of throwing bones though he also tweeted that he was um, going to speak with the very talented Prime Minister of Sweden to uh, help with ASAP Rocky's freedom. If that's not throwing a bone. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He's just trying to get. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's trying get. to get some points from other voter bases there. He's like, yeah, I talked to Kanye, and we're going to work together to free ASAP Rocky. He's like, just like going to try and name drop as much as he can. On I mean, that whole just, issue, though, the issue I have with that is like. ASAP Rocky, the Sweden went, came out and said that we aren't going to give him any special treatment. We're treating him like every other person in Sweden would be treated in this situation. Just because he's famous and just because he's rich does not mean that everybody can be like free ASAP and then like he can get some. Like, I haven't read enough to like, I guess, officially say that, you know, whatever, but I just know that that's what they said about like how they were treating him. Like, it wasn't that anything unjust in. In what I read, I just think we're just living in such a strange time. It's so weird. Donald Trump is the sitting president leading a crusade against mass incarceration because Kanye and Kim Kardashian told him so. <laughs> I mean, that is where we're at. And he thinks he's doing it by talking to the prime minister of Sweden about freeing ASAP Rocky. I mean, that's it's just ridiculous. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. No, but it's also, like, again, part of this crazy world is that, like, you know, we are in this world of, like, or where Donald Trump's, I guess, this is my view. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's my little bit liberal view of it. But Donald Trump wants a world where, like, he is right about everything, first and foremost, right? He does not want anyone to disagree with him. But it just seems that, like, you know, while he is talking to Kanye about, like, getting more people out of jail, he's putting a bunch of people in not jail, but it's like holding centers. And we can discuss that on a later time. But it's just this interesting topic of like, you know, who, you know, like, oh yeah, who is, who's benefiting. So much um, just two-faced everything going on everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. It's just right. ridiculous. And like, and, ba- and just back to what I was saying a little bit earlier, like when Trump says, you know, 
America's political system is broken and Washington's broken and I'm going to fix it. Like we're going to make America better. But then when other people say the American politics system is broken, I'm going to help fix Washington. He's like, they hate America, anti-American. Let's kick him out. Like that's just, you know, that's just part of his game. It's, it's also how you get elected. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, the, oh, some of those people are people he's running against or people that his supporters are running against. So, you know, it's ridiculous that the election cycle is starting now, like a over a year out of the actual election, but it is. So that's what everything that's going to happen in the next year is going to be centered around. Well, I mean, yeah, but the, the scarier part to me is that this election cycle is going to be based on like, the, so I'm, I'll, I want to say this. So to all the listeners, I'm a liberal voice on this podcast. But I'm not saying that I don't like – I don't understand conservative views. I'm going to say this right now. A Trump conservative and a traditional conservative are two separate things. Is that – kind of, can I say that? Is that facts? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So well, Trump, No, Trump's voter base is not conservative. They're Republican. Okay. Okay. That's fair. The, 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 the Republican now has kind of strayed from like traditional – Yes. Republican views. Is that, yeah? Or traditional okay, so conservative the tr- views, yeah. Okay, right. Okay, so right now, the Trump, like, his campaign is on division, right? Because there's this, like, big population. Mm-hmm. This is my view of it. There's a big population of, like, mostly white people who feel that they are being taken over, quote-unquote, by non-white people. And that's his, that's his base. And it's just crazy that that's the world of politics. In 2019, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if, if people, if people, if people said like that was in 1960, like, okay, I get it. You know, the sissies were a much different time with like race, but it's just crazy that that's what we're living in in 2019. And yeah. that's, I'll stop talking about this topic. We can move on to other news, but I just wanted to make sure that was said. Yep. All right. Uh, any, uh, any listener input, we'd love to hear it. Please, uh, Reach out to us at the College Uproar. Uh, we got an email there, so you send us an email, drop a comment, something. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that for that topic. Henry, what do you got? Sorry, I was just scrolling through Matt's paragraphs about this that he wrote <laughs> for us. All right, well, I just want to make sure. I'm... Yes, what were you trying to make sure of, Matt? I was I was just saying I wanted to make sure I had my thoughts in order so I didn't leave anything out or get my opinions in it too much. I wanted to keep it as factual as I could. Very good. All right, go ahead. Fake Anna. news on this podcast, except for my fake. News. Except for Brian's <laughs> the only one allowed to dish fake news. So the hottest news this week was a heat wave that swept swept through the U.S. Um, <laughs> so <fun>. yeah, <laughs> you catch the pun. There you go. Uh, um, so eastern and central U.S. was hot. I was up in uh, Chicago, Illinois this week, and it was 97 degrees with a heat index of 107. So it was hot. Yeah, I was up and in I- Virginia this weekend, and it was like it was like 95, 96 on Saturday. I mean, it was yeah. it was toasty out there, and we were in the mountains. It was toasty. Yeah, I was up. I was up uh, pretty far north in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 100 degrees was, in Baltimore, 98 in Kansas City, 95 in Hartford. It was uh, it was a hot Saturday. Um, so the the weather people have said that 
It's been caused by a heat wave of a jet stream that's been moving northward from the Gulf of Mexico and sort of creating a dome over the central U.S. Being trapped. Um, like so, that. yeah. I mean, I wish and, the heat wave would stick around because it would kind of open up, like, places for me to live because I don't really <laughs> like cold. Bruh, I got okay, I left right. Atlanta to get away from this, and it's following me. <laughs> it's a little scary. <laughs> anyway, uh, climatologists are attributing this to climate change. Um, the intensity and length of the heat wave is very unusual, and heat waves are becoming more frequent in the central U.S. regions. Um, so, kind of a scary time to be living in Chicago. What a time it was hot. I, I, sw- I sweated it out. It was also like negative thirty when you were there this winter. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. I literally live in a place where the temperature ranges from negative twenty-five to a hundred degrees. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna hop in here real quick, and I'm gonna represent all the scientists out here. Scientists, Matt, you're an engineer. Are, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm claiming scientists there. Scientists more of a scientist are, than you are. Okay. I'm representing everyone. Oh, in so is Brian. Both Matt Brian and Henry are more scientists than you are. All right, let me back up. I'm representing everyone in the STEM fields here. We're all in like STEM. We're Except all for me. STEM. I'm the only one that is not in STEM. No, no. Uh, no. Ah. Okay, Jesus Christ. Let me talk. I guess, yeah, let technically I am. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what? What, Matt? <laughs> scientists are horrible advertisers, okay? Because... Climate change isn't really like a scary name, you know. Climate change doesn't say they like should have all just majored in marketing. Right. Just, just call it impending doom. <laughs> yeah. The call the it apocalypse. like No, because what's happening is it's not like climate change and global warming. Like the world is warming, but it's causing more drastic weather patterns. So like the cold right. is getting colder, hot is getting hotter, and like the middle the is getting middler. Potatoes <laughs> <laughs> are getting worse. Hurricanes are worse. The last hurricanes we've had, you know, in Texas and Louisiana and I've been, you know, Puerto Rico have been horrible. And that's all part of climate change that, like, a lot of people who are, like, saying it's not happening are just saying, like, oh, it's so cold. Like, global warming isn't real, but it's not, like, global warming. It's, like, climate, you know, you know. Okay. Um, Henry, you got anything else on the heat wave? Uh, no, I don't have anything else. Just some scary climate change stuff happening that we all need to stay, to, stay attuned to. Sounds good. Um, I'm making an article on climate change. What? Yeah. You read an article? No, he said you might do one. Yeah, be on the lookout for that on the College Uproar. Oh, yeah. Collegeuproar.com, bringing you the content you need. And deserve. Best listeners out there. Okay, Um, so some other news. Uh, Bernie Sanders is running for president again, and he raised his staffers' pay to $15 an hour to reflect his stances on minimum wage because they were all making, like, very little money. Um, But because he raised their pay, um, he had to cut their hours. So they're still making, like, the same amount of money. So (laughs) really didn't, didn't help them at all. Um, I could have told him that, and I'm, I'm in college. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Saturday was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, um, 
but the moon landing was faked. So is it really the anniversary of anything? Embrace debate. That's the real question. The moon landing is as real as climate change is. There we go. Okay, Brian. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. What? How about wow. you just? How about you just say what you really feel instead of masking it in these bizarre metaphors? Both are real. Climate change okay. is real. Maybe it's real. All right. No, I'm glad I we got we that land, straight. We landed on the moon, but the video is fake. No, it's not. The flag is waving in the video. Go watch a YouTube video on it, Brian. You'll it'll you'll be convinced. Fun fact: If you sync <laughs> up the Arctic Monkeys Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino album to the video, the raw footage of the moon landing, it syncs up perfectly. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. That is it's weird. It's cool. Um, so then, last thing for me, uh, this week Marvel released Phase Four of their movies i didn't know they came out in phases i just thought they released them but phase four uh here some of the movies are a new black widow movie uh there's new movie called the eternals which is basically like super powerful avengers um they fight aliens and stuff uh oh millie bob brown is possibly going to be one of the eternals oh really yeah Yeah, that's fun um then you've got falcon and winter soldier uh uh, Captain America is no longer going to be in Marvel, so you know they're moving on to that. Uh, then this? you have something called Shang Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what that is. And then you have Wanda Vision, which is a combination of Scarlet Witch and Vision, who are like in love. So fun. Um, Loki, which I think should be pretty good. Doctor Strange, new movie, should be good. Uh, then there's movie called What If, which is an animated movie showing alternate paths of the superheroes. Got a new Hawkeye movie. Got a new Thor movie, but without uh, Chris Hemsworth, I think. I mean, maybe he's in it, but Natalie Portman is going to be Thor now. What? Um, yeah. Yeah, Natalie Portman is Thor. Um, then apparently Blade is coming out, which looks freaking sick. Uh, it's Masher Shala Ali is the one who's uh what how do you how do you say that did i say that wrong i think sorry i think it's mahershala ali mahershala okay um either way but he's the he's the main actor and he has swords and he's like beating the shit out of people looks awesome and then um fantastic four might be coming out black panther 2 uh guardians of the galaxy might be a new one and then new captain marvel as well um but all in all i'm excited for all of those things. Hopefully they can renew Spider-Man's contract because even though I haven't yeah. seen the newest one, don't spoil it. I want to see it. And I think he's really good. All right. So I haven't seen the new Spider-Man either, but for the first time I recently watched the, uh, the animated Spider-Man movie that came out. Did you all see that? Like the trailers for that one, like into the Spider-Verse. I mean, yeah. Into the Spider-verse. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. So highly recommend. Yeah. A lot of people say that it like revolutionized animation. So, yeah, it's on Netflix, and I watched it um, like last weekend, and it was like super good. And I'm not even a big Marvel fan, so definitely check it out. Very, very cool colors, and Marvel. If you want to sponsor, just send us an email. You know, we're getting you. We're getting you a plug. Um, All right, Brian, you got some uh, fake news, real news. Yes, all right, we got two true news articles and one fake, and y'all got to guess it. 
All right. So first off, so everybody knows, well, maybe, maybe you've forgotten, but um, the scene from Finding Nemo, when Finding Nemo gets flushed down the toilet, right, and he ends up in the ocean. Um, so it's actually a pretty common way for people to, like, get rid of their fish, whether or not they're alive or dead. Um, but many don't know that it's actually against the law, and here's why. So a bunch of uh, goldfish have been found recently, and they are extremely large mutant goldfish. And they're being found in, like, in the United States, and they were actually tracked back to being goldfish that people had in their tank and flushed down the toilet. And when they entered the new environment, they grew to be massive. Like, so the first one that was found was in the Niagara River, and it was 14 inches long and two pounds. And then another one was found in Lake Tahoe that was that was two feet long. And these are goldfish. So just to give you guys some reference, most goldfish are one to two inches, and even like the <laughs> largest up until now are like six inches. Like that's like the biggest goldfish is normally six inches, and these are two feet. And so they're still doing research to find out like the ecological reasoning behind this, but like I guess the like they're now thriving as an invasive species in like some of these waterways because people are like introducing them to new habitats and they're like doing well, which is kind of interesting because normally you would think it would be the opposite. So yeah, we got the monster goldfish. Um, next up. So I think we've actually had an airplane story and real news, fake news, like every single episode, but that's where all the crazy stuff happens. Like, I don't know what to say. But, <laughs> Airplanes in Florida. Oh yeah. Um, so a 65 year old man in Serbia called in a fake bomb threat for a, a Lufthansa flight. I think that's what you say, Lufthansa. Um, that was headed to Germany in hopes to land a date with one of the flight attendants. Okay. <laughs> so after the crew and the passengers evacuated and the plane was searched, they tracked down the man who had called in the false threat and he went to court, of course. And in court, he confessed that he had met two of the flight attendants like earlier. I think it was maybe the night before or something that they were staying the night. And he had asked them, both of them, to dinner and they had refused. But he said that he had taken a strong liking to one of them in particular. And he felt that, quote, this was the only way to keep her from leaving the country before I could profess my love. So he called in a fake bomb threat. Sounds like somebody we know. <laughs> maybe a fifth member of this group. Somebody who goes to school in Pennsylvania. Maybe. We'll keep that name, you know. We'll keep under that wraps. name under wraps. But I think uh, some people listening may be aware of who we're talking about. So, <laughs> Anyway, continue. Third story. Um, okay, so this, is, this is amazing. So a Nordstrom in Ohio was suddenly found to be missing a large portion of their clothing selection that had mysteriously disappeared with no documentation of being sold. So how did this happen? It was found on security footage that three men who had dressed up as mannequins entered the department store like soon after opening and slowly collected expensive clothing and like put, put it on themselves because they were dressed as mannequins and slowly moved from the store to the exit. Um, and they would move the clothes outside and then re-enter the store 
as like naked mannequins and then like they would continue doing this throughout the day so how did they like get through the sensors and all that so the camera showed that the mannequins like would move themselves to the exit of the store and act as like the front window displays and when they moved past the sensors like the alarms would be triggered but the employees just deemed them false alarms because like they looked over and there were there were no people at the exit they just saw the mannequins so that I mean I I think that's the greatest heist of all time if you ask me I think that's hilarious. Um, you should make a movie. Yes, that's what you got. Just to summarize, you got the monster goldfish, you got the bomb threat date fail, and you got the mall heist. Mm. Which one is the fake news? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the mall heist. Just because okay. they you had no explanation for how they got back into the store. You said I guess they came in like naked again. Like, that just seems kind of like something that wouldn't fly very well. And I feel like <laughs> moving throughout a store pretending to be mannequins, like, that's a that's a stretch, you know? Sounds gotcha. like these were not professional criminals. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to go go with. Yeah. Matt? Um, all right. So I'm going to take a, a leap of faith here. I, I think, you know, I'm thinking... Oh, the goldfish one, right? The goldfish one really struck me because, you know, a two-foot goldfish, I can't really picture it. You know, I'm thinking, like, what would be necessary to mutate a goldfish to grow by, like, what, like, ten times? And I just don't know. I, I think the goldfish one, that just kind of smells fishy to me. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended there, but it's, uh, I'm going mutant goldfish. All right, all right, Henry. So I've been kind of having bad luck with these lately. So I thought I would switch my strategy up this week and just do it randomly. So I'm going to flip a coin. And I'm not going to do the same one as Matt because Matt is also bad at these. <laughs> Matt's won I've won, I've won the last two. Yeah. Or all three. He's won all three. Well, you know, fourth time is not the charm. <laughs> so... Uh, going to be between the second and the third one the second one is going to be heads and the third one's going to be tails and i got tails so i'll go with the mannequin the mall one, the mannequin all right henry and i both got the mannequin and my i guess the goldfish so actually matt got unlucky fourth time was not the charm the i told you it was real news and the mall heist was fake news. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> good job Let's go, to, Henry. Uh, Let's good job to Alec and Henry. Try to stick with me, Henry. <laughs> no, stick with the coin. The coin knows. The coin knows. Coin. All right. Um, so now we're going to move on to a caller. So we're going to add uh, one of our friends, Avery, to the call. So this week, our caller is coming all the way from California. Uh, she goes to UCLA, and she's been one of our best friends for the last you know, five years. Um, we'd like to welcome Avery Shiver to the podcast. Avery, how's it going? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. I've been begging for this my whole life. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> um, start you off. Henry has a question oh. for you. 
Henry, what are you doing? For, what are you doing this Labor Day weekend? Guys, I'm gonna be in school. I'm doing summer school. Henry's coming to Los Angeles. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have a fun, awesome weekend. It's gonna That's be great. so fun. So you're I'm staying with Ella. His calls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is our call right now. <laughs> um, okay. What's the best bar in LA? My favorite bar in Los Angeles is this quaint little Russian place in, in West Hollywood. It's very fun. I took, you know, one of the hosts of the show, Matt Howard, there when he visited me. It's really fun. They have like a DJ room. They have good drinks. It's a fun place. Gotta love uh, Mother Russia in LA. Gotta watch out. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Putin might be sending people over there. Um, <laughs> no, I will say they had the craziest drink I've ever had. They had like a spicy drink. It was so spicy. Was it, oh, it was like, crazy. I don't, I don't know what it was. It was just like <laughs> super spicy. Like, it, was, it, was crazy. it was like a spicy margarita, but it wasn't like kind of spicy like for kicks. It was like actually so <laughs> spicy. Like, you couldn't drink it because it was so spicy. Those Russians, they have some crazy things over there. So who knows? Maybe they like it. Brian, they're going to find you after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they honestly will. You're rooming with a Russian, Henry? Yeah. He, he's well, very tame compared to that, though. Just you know, keep the tape over your webcam when you're not using it. Um, what's, the, what's the best late-night food at UCLA? Okay, so off-campus, there's this place like in Westwood right near school that's called Fat salads, it's really good. It's basically just like a hodgepodge of food. Like all their sandwiches have like a million things in it. Like you get like a hoagie with like chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, bacon all inside. It's pretty good. On campus, there's this place called Late Night. That's the name, Late Night. They have well, like chicken they, fingers. A good pizza. marketing right there. Yeah, it was good. It was in my dorm room. That was dangerous. It was Wait, like you out of your dorm room? What? It, it operates out of your dorm room? Yeah, it's in like the, like the bottom floor of my dorm. Oh. <laughs> it's not her What's room. Her room is not called yeah, Late Night. Yeah, Dykstra 621. <laughs> <laughs> the Russians um, will definitely find you there. Yep. Yep. Keep your head on a swivel. You're on a list now. Um, okay, I will give you $5 million right now, but... There's an invincible snail that is chasing you for the rest of your life, and if it touches you, you die. And you can't, like, trap it in a jar or anything. Like, it can get through it. Like, it's always, like, just going after you, but it's moving at a snail's pace for your the rest of your entire life. No. Would you? No? You want no. to take it? Absolutely not. I like laying in my bed. If I had to be moving all the time, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Also, for the record, this snail would catch me in, like, 30 seconds because I forget about things like that and I just die immediately. So I can live with, I can live on my like money that I don't have forever. Um, Okay. So as a podcast hosted by four guys, uh, give us three tips to uh, not look so like, you know, like guys all the time, like better. Like, look better. What kind of question is that? That's the first tip. Better. I don't know how, what kind of question that was. What? I'll rephrase. How do we be I'll better? Rephrase. How do we be better, Avery? Better people. That's what we want. On your podcast? No, that no. wasn't the question, Alec. The question, Avery, is 
How do we three tips for guys to dress better? That was so much better of a question. Okay. There well, you go. All right. Let's see. No khaki shorts, no cargo what? pants or shorts. Okay. And I fucking hate loafers. Loafers, what? those suck. Oh too. my god. I'm, I'm no, like. Basically, <laughs> don't dress like Alec 90%. <laughs> all I wear is khaki shorts and loafers. So I'm. All right. I, I think your tips are bull. <laughs> Throw some jeans in the mix, Alec. They come out every once in a while. Avery, I got some I got yeah. some like, new snakeskin loafers. Do you think those do you think those are good? Um, you know, I can't confirm or deny without like <laughs> photographic evidence, but they sound are they like black? They're brown. Mm, I'm gonna just go ahead and say no off the bat, <laughs> but you can prove me wrong. You can prove me wrong. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, now, Avery, we ask this question about everyone who comes on the podcast, because, you know, we try to, like, educate people in college or people in high school who might be wanting to go to our colleges. So what are the best and worst things about UCLA? Okay. Best things, pros. Obviously, it's a really good school academically. It's in Los Angeles, which is awesome. Like, you'll never be bored. You're really close to the beach. You're like six hours drive from snow. People go skiing. Like, it's really fun. Like, there's something for everybody, I would say. You know, Greek life isn't the, huge, but like, it's there. I've heard the ski club is like really cool, like, very wholesome, fun, good time yeah. for kids who really enjoy the skiing. LASVC on Instagram. Anyways, um, things are great. It's like mostly great. Hans. Um, the rooms have three people in them. They're all triples, the dorm rooms, which sucks. My dorm didn't have AC. There's earthquakes and fires, which, like, that's not too bad, but, like... <laughs> protests. One time I had to wear a gas mask, like, outside of my room. Um, yeah. Oh, the other con I would say is that the football stadium is, like, an hour away, which kind of sucks, but it's also the Rose Bowl, so that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. Being such a good school, you know, like, it's hard to get into. Is everyone there just, like, super focused on ap- academics all the time? Because, like, you know, like, you have to study and, like, work hard because it's a good school. I feel like this is a <laughs> pointed question, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I personally surround myself with lots of fun-loving individuals, and I am very dedicated to my studies. But uh-huh. I would agree most people are – that's, like, their main focus. Um you know, that's definitely my main focus. I have other interests outside of <laughs> academics, but yeah, there's a lot of nerdy people. That's what you're asking. Gotcha. Okay, I think uh, you all got any other questions? Uh, no, Avery, if you want to say anything at the, at the end of this interview, go ahead and say it. If not, completely um, off the record, say anything. Well, it's not <laughs> off the record, but before we go off the record, uh, give Avery a follow on Instagram at uh, AVE4411. Um, <laughs> you got to plug that Instagram. Giving you a shout out there. Um, so go check her out. She's the uh, the one with the podcast pace. Thanks for having me, guys. Super happy to be here. Big fan of the college uproar. Yep. Former employee <laughs> of the college uproar. <laughs> I was the first Wait, person ever not. hired and fired. <laughs> yep. But- First fire. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, Avery. Okay. Yeah. Bye.
All right. So, Matt, you got some some quick music news for us? Yeah. So, you know, every week I like to give y'all some new music that came out. I can digest it. So, this week's album is called The Lion King, The Gift uh, by Beyonce. So, we all know that the, you know, the new Lion King movie came out. Shout out Henry's new article that just came out yesterday about it. Henry? Yeah, uh, so I went and saw The Lion King Saturday night. Pretty good movie. Um, really cool live-action concept. Disney's been doing a lot of that lately. But it was really cool. It's an uh, instant classic from the 90s. Um, and you should definitely read my article because it's very fun. So my sister went and saw it with my aunt in Arkansas. And uh, my aunt didn't seem to understand the fact that they weren't real animals. Um, <laughs> she was asking my sister and my cousin throughout the movie, how did they teach them English? <laughs> and just didn't, couldn't get it through her head that why, this was a fake. Like, why did it sound real. like Donald Glover and Beyonce? <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know. It's just magic, I guess. So, you know, it, be careful taking older people to these films. All right, so anyway, as y'all just mentioned, you know, the two big leads are Beyonce and Donald Glover, but there's a host of other, you know, big names in this film. And on the on Beyonce's album, it's no different. A lot of star-studded features and um, a lot of also star-studded interludes. So just to give a recap of the album, all the songs that have all caps titles are actual songs. And then all the songs that have like lowercase titles are all interludes that are based like in the movie, kind of tells like a story almost. Um, I really like the album. It, it kind of became more of like a Beyonce-led collaboration album, you know, because of the way that she brought in so many people to collaborate with it. But I'll give you, you know, my top five songs. There's a song called Bigger, which is really good. Um, the song called Nile with Kendrick Lamar. This song called Mood Forever with uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Charles Gambino. And then this song called Water with Pharrell and this dude who I've never heard of before, but did a great job on the song named Salatiel. And then finally, my favorite song was called Brown Skin Girl with St. John, Wizard, and a special feature from Blue Ivy Carter. Her daughter wow. has a feature. So check out that song. It's a really beautiful piece. Um, and then finally, some of the stars on the interludes that are based kind of from the movie include a lot of the people who are in the movies, like Beyonce herself, Donald Glover, Billy Eichner, Seth Rogen, and there's also some um, James Earl Jones features yeah. on the album. So you know, yeah, you know it's hidden hard when James Earl Jones gets musical features, um, and musically, it's limited production a very tribal feel to all the beats and uh, give it a listen. You know, the queen bee did not let down. So check it out. All right. Um, Now for our last little segment here, Uh, we've got our scenario for the week. We apologize for not putting, uh, giving y'all some options on Instagram, but we feel like we've got a pretty strong one for this week. We'll try and get some options up next week for y'all to vote on. So check out the Instagram at the college uproar. So you can give us some input um, and let us know what, what you'd like to hear. So without further ado, here's Matt with our scenario. All right. So just a quick background information for all of you who don't know. HGTV is a pretty popular TV channel that mainly focuses on like 
home shopping, home improvement, like DIY stuff. Is that the only I'm guessing just... most everybody knows what HGTV is, Matt. Okay. Okay, you know what? I have to, you know, educate everyone if they all know. All right, so this week I need you guys to give me the best two musicians to star in their own HGTV show. So one just, big... to, just to give some of our listeners some background, musicians are people that make music. Yes. <laughs> in case you weren't aware of that. Thanks, Brian. Just to give some background. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'll I'll start it off. Oh, and so, and no, no, one thing. I also would love if you had would, would make up a title for the show. Wow, this okay. is a last second twist. <laughs> all right, okay. right. I'd love to go first. All if, right, yeah, let's... you got it. Go for it. Go for it. Um. <clears throat> so uh, first of all, my. My uh, my title for the kind of theme show is um, I don't know if y'all have seen House Hunters, which is like the one of the series on HGTV. They do like House Hunters International, House Hunters like coastal, like beach homes, like all types of House Hunters. So this would be called House Hunters Upper Class Living, okay? And the host would be Two Chains and Ed Sheeran, right? <laughs> so. Two chains. He's you know he's known for living a very extravagant lifestyle. Um, he raps about it in his music, and he also has some experience on the uh, on the screen with his uh, YouTube show sponsored by GQ um, called Most Expensive as Shit. So that's that's a fan favorite for Two Chains. For those of you who don't know, he goes around the world and tries the most expensive stuff. So he has like thousand dollar water. And diamond infused cocktails and golden encrusted popcorn, and he even pets like a hundred thousand dollar dog. So like he he goes and he tries all the most expensive stuff. He lives his lavish lifestyle, and sometimes he deems these things to be disappointments, and sometimes he thinks that they're worth it. So he has a strong sense, a, a large background and experience on the wealthy lifestyle. So he he will be key in helping the house hunters find like the best mansion to suit their lifestyle. Ed Sheeran, on the other hand, he, so he's no stranger to the wealthy lifestyle. He's very famous, very wealthy. But interestingly enough, I read that he actually lives on a pretty tight budget. He said that in an interview, he has a monthly limit of how much he can spend. And he sticks to it regardless of how much he's making from like a new, new release or whatever. So he would be key in helping the house hunters like stay within their budget and make sure that, you know, they're not going overboard in, in the lavish lifestyle that two chains might be kind of encouraging. So I think that the two of them would be so great in, in hosting the show where they can have wealthy people go on and they can help them find their dream home without breaking the, their, their budget. Like it. Um, all right. Solid. So it, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the show uh, Love It or List It. Have any of y'all seen that? Yep. yep. Um, so essentially, like the premise is like they've got one person that comes in and redoes their house and tries to get them to stay there, and the other one goes and finds a bunch of like comparable houses that are like better, and they want them to list it and sell the house and buy the other one. So mine's based on the premise of that, and it's called Love Yourself. And the two people I'd have hosting it, it'll make sense. It'll make sense. Two people I have hosting it are Kanye and Taylor Swift. So Kanye loves himself 
more than anything else, right? He loves himself and, you know, so his job, they wouldn't do any remodeling at all. His job would just be to convince you to stay in your own house. And he would just try to sell you on how great the house is, no matter like how much it's falling down or whatever. Like that would be his entire thing. And then Taylor Swift, she's all about breaking up with people. So she would be the one trying to get you to love yourself and get away from that house and get you to break up with that house. And so her job would be to sell you on selling that house, breaking up with it and going and using that money, maybe overspend a little bit and go for a new house. So, and it'd be interesting because as we know, um, they aren't exactly the best of friends in the past. So I think it would just create a really good dynamic of a lot of arguing and some really great reality TV on HGTV. That's a good one. That's a good one. Am I up? Yep. 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 All right. So my TV show is called Homie Homes. <laughs> Homes for the homies. Uh, and it will be hosted by Flo Rida, who has given us the hit song, My House. <laughs> <laughs> and ASAP Ferg. Y'all know the song Mattress by ASAP Ferg? No. Oh, yeah. All right. So there's this song called Mattress. And it basically just goes, Mattress. 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 So ASAP Ferg will walk through the halls and we, when he enters every room. <laughs> Mattress. Mattress. And that's the show. <laughs> that's the whole show. That is the entire. That's all. That's all that he got. Okay. Wow. I gotta say, so I was, you know, Brian and Alec went, and I was thinking, like, this is the best week of the scenario. Like, these are so strong. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm just like, mattress, <laughs> mattress. And so I, I can't say this is the best week. Alec and Brian, this is definitely like the hardest decision I've had to make because both of you guys had great ideas and I definitely would pay to watch both of those shows. Um, but I got to give it to Alec this week. No! <laughs> don't, because... act like, don't act like you're doing him a service. He's won every week. <laughs> no, Henry won once. <laughs> and when did I win? I don't know. You won one time, apparently. It's, it's a tough decision, but I think this week I might have to just give it to Ellie. Like, no, you do that every week. I was definitely paying him. No, but listen. Inside. But listen, but listen, but listen. Kanye and Taylor Swift co-hosting a show would be like, come on. That'd no, be hilarious. You would love that. You would. It would be great. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I really liked it. All jokes aside, I think that it was, it was good. Dude, I think that show would be hilarious. I would watch the shit out of that show. And Kanye's like, but look, but this look. house, is just, it's just so you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all, all about the you. Love yourself. And Taylor Swift would be like, this, heart, this house broke your heart. This house hurt you. Don't go back to it. Yep, exactly. Succumb to the pressure of the house. That's all you need right there. Okay. So I'm saying, about, uh, just wait. You'll you won't be laughing so much, Alec, when House Hunters' upper class <laughs> lifestyle comes out 
on HGTV. No, I'm just ready for homie homes. That's homies. what I'm looking forward <laughs> to. The homies. Homes to the homies. I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, I think it's the best name, I must say. That, that, wraps probably. it up. Yep, that, yep, Henry's dropping bars. Um, y'all got anything else? Any any last comments? No? No. Ready? No? All right, check us out um, at the College Uproar on Instagram, thecollegeuproar.com. We all write. Check out our articles. Uh, we've got some good content up there for y'all. Um, it's all really great, so just read whatever, whatever piques your interest. So uh, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a good review. Uh, see you all next week. A hundred ships a day Lonely sailors Pass the time away And talk about their homes And there's a girl In this harbor town And she works Laying whiskey down They say brandy Fetch another round She serves them whiskey and wine The sailors say brandy You're a fine girl Summer's day bringing gifts from far away, but it made it clear they couldn't stay. No horror was his home. The sailor said, Brainly, you're a fine girl. silent town and loves a man who's not around she still can hear him say she hears him say brandy you're a fine girl, you're a fine girl.